0: man, Dr. Greg Popchek here. You're listening to the Bedatitudes podcast, where we look at eight ways to be an awesome dad, how to be a father after the heavenly father's own heart. Um, in episode 10, we're continuing our look at blessed are the dads who are meek. And you've got the hang of this by now. You know, each of these episodes focuses on one aspect of the Bedatitude, whether it uh, orders our relationship with our heavenly father as sons to the father our relationship with our wife and then our relationship with our kids. Um, And so as we talked through these last uh, other last two episodes uh, where we've been focusing on blessed are the dads who are meek. First, we focused on what that means in terms of our relationship with the father. We talked about discernment Uh, you know, how meekness isn't weakness that it, it is uh, the, The word that in Greek is used to describe the well-trained war horse, the the war horse that is not spooked in battle and responds instantly to its rider's commands, which for us means having good discernment and, and really being able to hear God's voice speaking to us in the moment, not just after, you know, ongoing prayer and reflection, but just right in this moment. How do I attend to God's command now? We talked through that a bit. Last time we talked about how that orders our relationship with our wives. You know, blessed are the dads who are meek. How do we listen to God speaking to us when our wife makes a request of us that challenges us in some way, that makes me uncomfortable in some way? You know, instead of just going from my gut and either saying, yeah, okay, I'll do that or no, I won't do that. Uh, or saying, you know, that, that's that's stupid <laughs> or, or that's not a real need. You have to get over yourself. You know, how do, I, how do I respond generously to what God is asking me to do in the presence of my wife's requests? And so, again, we talked more about discernment in light of uh, our marriage. We talked about um, the idea of uh, what is a need versus a want. Uh, and the answer there is not you know, that, that wants are somehow lesser needs. It's that everything that allows us to function at our best is actually a need. Uh, a want is the way we try to manifest that need. And so there's the what, uh, which represents the need, and then there's the how and the when, which represents the want. Uh, and we can negotiate the how and the when, even though we need to be respectful of the what. And then, of course, we bring all that back to prayer. So that's the brief recap. I want to talk today about how— this beatitude of blessed are the dads who are meek orders our relationship with our kids. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's, it's similar to uh, the approach that we take with our wife. You know, um, we, of course, have to be more directive with our kids and have a right and responsibility to be more directive with our kids where our wife is our partner, not our child. Uh, and so, you know, we pre- presumably she knows what is um, what is good and what is true and what is beautiful. She's got a good head on her shoulders. Otherwise, we wouldn't have married her in the first place. Uh, and so, you know, we're not challenging what she wants in the same way that we might challenge what our kids want. Um, but even there, you know, we, we still want to be meek, listening more to what God is saying to us in the presence of our child's request or in the presence of our child's resistance, for that matter. Uh, then we are listening to our own reaction to our child's request or resistance. So, um, you know, we, I took in the book how, generally speaking, you know, dads or you know, parents tend to fall into, um, you know, one of two categories. Either they tend to be very authoritarian where, you know, I'm going to tell you what you want. You know, I'll tell you whether you, what you want is valuable or not. Or they tend to be very permissive where, you know, we don't want the conflict so we just give in to whatever they want. We want to be the nice guy. Um, and and neither of those positions really reflects the meekness that we're called to as as Catholic dads, because that meekness again isn't isn't about listening to our reaction. You know, it's not listening to the what our gut says. It's not listening to that voice that says, "How dare you ask the great and powerful Oz that you know that favor?" Uh, or it's not listening to that voice that says, "Oh, I don't want to cause any problems. I want to be the nice guy. So go ahead and do it. You know, just don't tell your mom." Um, you know, th- those are really about making an idol out of our own emotions making an idol out of our own reactions and our temperament, which orders us toward, um, you know, kind of having a chip on our shoulder or a temperament that orders us toward being conflict avoidant. Um, what we're called to do again is is really bring these requests or resistances. And I'll explain why I'm talking about that in a minute to God and reflect on them in light of, um, what what is calling what what God is calling me to do and what God is calling me or how God is calling me to bring out virtue in my kids and how to help them thrive. Right. So, so the, the the big takeaway from this section of the book is the idea of the qualified yes technique. Right. Now there are times where we absolutely have to say no to our kids. That's That's not, um, those times though should should really be limited to things that are objectively immoral and things that are objectively dangerous if the thing our kid is asking us for is justifiable in any way you know if 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 the thing our kid is asking us for is not objectively immoral uh, is not dangerous then there we have some wiggle room and in fact we we should use what i call the qualified yes technique which is basically, uh, I would love for you to be able to do that, or I would love to be able to help you get that. I would love to be able to help you achieve that goal or meet that need or address it. Um, but here, but, and then the follow-up to that is here's the structure though, that we need to navigate to get to that thing, right? So it's not just, here's the thing and, and, and here's, you know, here's where you're going to get it. It's, here's the thing, but, you know, the path that you described is a straight shot. We're going to need to go around a little bit to respect these other concerns or these other values or these other needs. So, um, you know, a silly example, simple example is, you know, I I want a cookie, you know, right? Well, uh, you know, instead of saying, no, you can't have a cookie, you know, or by all means eat all the cookies, you know, it's, you know, of course you can have a cookie. I would love for you to be able to have a cookie after you eat your healthy meal. You know, Uh, the other example I give in the book is driving, which is more complicated, Right. Uh, the kid comes to you and wants to drive, and your initial reaction is, "Are you out of your mind? You know what? You're not gonna. You're you're a baby. You're not gonna drive, you know." But but that's 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 going to shut down the conversation. So the qualified yes is, "I would love for you to be able to get your license. In fact, I want to support you in getting your license." Uh, before I could know that you could drive independently, though, I'd need to see X, Y, and Z from you. I'd need to see you be more responsible around chores around the house. i need to see you doing a better job uh, monitoring your, your temper temper so that I knew that, you know, you wouldn't be triggered while you're out there on, on the road. Um, I, so let's, and, I'm, and those aren't obstacles. Those aren't reasons I'm not going to help you get your license. Those are things I want to help you achieve over the next couple of weeks so that as I see you making progress in those things, that lets me know that we should, I should start taking you out driving. Right? So it's, it's not, it's not coming from a prove to me that you deserve to have this thing. It's coming from a place of I want to give all this stuff to you. I just want to make sure that you know how to handle it in a way that you won't kill yourself with it, or be irresponsible with it, or do it in an unhealthy way. Whatever. You, dating is another good example of that. You know, we have a tendency with dating to want to say you can't date until you're, you know, forty-five, whatever. You know, give an age range, and then, and but then, you know, we kick it down the road, but then we get stuck because we told that kid they can go on their date at X age, and all of a sudden they're X age. And they, we know they're not any more prepared than they were four years ago or two years ago. And then we're stuck because we gave them our word, you know? So in there it's, you know, I would love to be able to see you date, but, but in order to know that you're, uh, can handle that, I need to see, and, and again, this is going to differ on the kid, right? But I need to see uh, that you're taking responsibility for your spiritual life. You know, I, uh, so I need to see you taking a little bit of prayer time every day after, you know, we have family prayer time or before, um, I need to see you really being more of a leader with your siblings, you know, um, instead of just either standing on the sidelines when they're doing something wrong or egging them on when they're doing something wrong to actually get in and support what you know to be right and doing it in a healthy way. And, and I want to help you doing that. Because basically you're saying there are certain skills that there's a, there's a particular set of skills, the certain skills that a person needs to be able to date in a, godly and healthy way. And I want to help you get those skills over the next couple of weeks so that you can be ready to go on that date. Um, so, so it's not, you know, you can't do it. It's not, Oh sure. Do whatever you want. And it's not proved to me that you're ready to do it. It's here's things that, you know, a person who is able to do X um, is capable of. And that, and the fact that they're capable of those things enables them to do X in a healthy way. So I want to help you get those things over the course of the next couple of weeks, as in as part of our conversation about how to get you to where you want to go. Um, and the whole point of this, so how this relates to meekness again, is you know we're we're bringing these requests to God. You know the the my and it doesn't have to be you know it could be even things that we think are silly or stupid. You know my kid wants the new PlayStation. My kid wants you know the, these new you know sneakers whatever. You know. Um, and rather than just going with what our gut says, we bring it to God and say, Lord, you know, I want to be able to give my child all the good things that, that, that he asks for, that she asks for, just like you are so generous with me. You know, Jesus says, you know, if, if, if any one of your children asks for, a you know, bread, will you give him a stone? If he asks for, you know, will you give him a snake? It, it, in the same way, you know, when our children ask us for things, it's good to give them those things. But we need to do it in a healthy and godly way, and teach them how to give those things in a healthy, godly way. So, there, our kid asks us the the thing, and we, the first thing we need to be doing, and at least in our heads, is saying, "Okay, God, you know, is there a way that I can give this to them and still glorify you and still help them um, become everything that you created them to be? You know, show me the path here." Um, this actually works with resistance too. It's a little more complicated, but but it works there too. What do I mean by that? Um, let's say. Well, actually, you know, I had a, I had a dad um, share with me recently that, that his uh, son was kind of pushing back on, on homeschooling. And, you know, as we all will, um, he was getting a little defensive about it. Um, you know, how dare you kind of not do your work and, you know, that kind of thing. And again, completely understandable. Um, but I suggested to him that in this spirit of meekness, he needed to be willing to listen to what the defiant behavior was saying. Not condone the defiant behavior. Not not say it was okay in any way, but but to take that defiance and rather than giving into the anger, bring that defiance to God and say, "Okay, Lord, you know, show me how to respond to this defiance in a way that will bring out the best in my son." And in the course of talking through this, and by the way, this was a conversation that we had in the Home Builders Forum on the Catholic Home app. Um, and, and so, you know, in the course of that, we we realized that, that what the son was saying was that, um, the, the work was actually kind of hard for him and he, he felt dumb when he was confronted with these particular problems. And, and, and what he really needed was more help uh, in getting through it. But, you know, he felt bad asking for the help partly because of pride, partly because of, you know, all the other things that were going on in the family and he didn't want to, um, you know make it about him. Uh, and, and so really was really saying is I, I I need help, but I don't know how to ask for it. Um, and so they were able to work together to identify ways to give him the help that he needed so that he didn't have to feel dumb and, and resist doing the thing, you know, and that, that, that shifted the whole dynamic between that parent and that child, because it wasn't just my kids being stubborn and refusing to do his work Uh, you know, how do I kick his butt to get him to do the thing that he's supposed to do, you know, or, you know, how do I give in and just not worry about it and let him sink or swim? It it was a conversation between him, his son, and God, where he was able to take that resistance that he was getting from his son and, and use it as an opportunity to draw, to draw closer to his son. And, you know, he, he set a limit, you know, he was able to, to, and the limit was, you know, there are healthy ways to ask for help and unhealthy ways to ask for help. Right, and so in the future, if you need help, come to me. You know, don't just give into this the pride that says you shouldn't need help, or the, or the you know, uh, the self-deprecation that says that you're not worthy of our attention because we've got other things to do and other kids to take care of. You know, come to me. Come to me, and let me know what you need, and we'll work through it together. You know, and that was that was a beautiful thing. It, it took what was what was a tense moment and turned it into an opportunity for connection and mentorship, which is exactly what discipleship discipline is all about. Discipleship discipline being, of course, the fourth practice in the right of Christian relationship, the the model of parenting that's rooted in St. John Bosco's uh, preventive system of child rearing. So again, whether your kid is making a request or displaying some resistance, meekness has us check our reaction and bring it to God to test it and say, okay, Lord, how can I respond to this in a way that will allow me to be as generous as you are to me? But do it in, in ways that lead them to you, that help them be healthy, godly people um, that are capable of leading a, a joyful life and, and and capable of getting, you know, seeing what they want and going and pursuing it, but pursuing it in a way that is healthy and godly. So that meekness, again, adopts that very listening spirit that helps us attend to what God is calling us to, that helps us get our emotions out of the way, not 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 deny them, not pretend they're not there. We certainly can listen to our emotions and respect that. Um, but, but test those emotions, test those reactions. So we make sure that everything we do is really leading our kids to a a better ability to articulate their needs in healthy ways, uh, a better ability to set goals and pursue those goals in healthy ways, and ultimately, um, a closer relationship between us and them so that they know that whatever their needs are, they can always come to us uh, and know that we will help them Figure out how to meet whatever needs or goals or concerns they have in healthy and godly ways. If you've got questions about this, I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and post those either as a comment uh, under um, the post that uh, announced this video, or you know, as an independent post in the in the uh, Home Builders Forum, where we have uh, interaction daily with our pastoral co- uh, pastoral counselors and and Catholic Home Coaches. If you've got questions about how to apply this. The Home Builders Forum is the perfect place to go to get those adv- that advice, those additional okay. techniques and support. Hope to see you over there on that side. Meantime, God bless all of you, and St. Joseph, pray for us.